for dating. To give another view of dating, other than that out there. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Dears for Dating. I'm Chris and i got my very beautiful wife Tammy here with me. Hello. <laughs> uh, Tammy is very sick, everyone. <laughs> Tammy, what's going on? I'm sore. Are you sore? <laughs> I'm sore. I'm so Everything sore. Everything is sore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so instead of cramming ourselves into the Yberyday studios, um, which kind of exist, uh, we're actually sitting in our garden right now mm. in the sunlight and it's, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, oh, it's lovely. So you may even hear some birds chirping. You may hear some some river flowing. Oh, we've we got a lovely garden, lovely home together. Tammy, I love being married to you. I love being married to you. Oh, it's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it would be pretty cool to live in kind of a jungle and forest. That's, that's what, you know, sitting in the garden right now is making me think of. And what that immediately brings to my mind, because my mind works like that, is Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and all those really great movies. Jurassic World has has kind of just come out or you know maybe when you listen to this it's been out for a while. We haven't seen it yet. No, nope, not not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're kind of looking forward to seeing it though. We have seen the other ones. How many are there? They're probably like three. There's three. Yeah, there uh, there's three. three before. I don't remember seeing the third one at all, but I'm pretty sure I did. But tell you what, um, in case you haven't seen it yet, we're going to give you the summary of all four of these movies in the next 12 seconds. So, is everyone ready for this? I'm ready. Are you okay. ready? Um, probably. <laughs> let, let, let's see. Okay, and go. Dinosaurs are awesome. I am a scientist. <gasps> I found dinosaur DNA. Let's make dinosaurs. Let's make lots of dinosaurs. Let's make sure that they can't eat us. Roar! 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 Ah! Oh no, they're eating us. We shouldn't have made dinosaurs. Did. <laughs> And that's it. Now you don't even need to watch them. Well, you probably do because they, they maybe have a few more. Um, maybe just a few more lines. And a few more lines and a few more like visual effects and stuff like that. We've got a very, uh, we've got our very own dinosaur that is sniffing the microphone stand at the moment. Uh, he's called Bimo. He is a like a, a, a cotton ball. He's just a, a fluffy white Maltese poodle. He's adorable. <laughs> we like him. <laughs> but let's talk more about other actual dinosaurs. And. What I think the Jurassic Park series or all the Jurassic movies really teaches us, um, and we should listen, is that dinosaurs and humans shouldn't really coexist. Like dinosaurs, dinosaurs shouldn't live in our current era, our, our time. What do you think? That's, I mean? that's quite a good lesson, Chris. I think it's a lesson. You know, we, we shouldn't be riding around on Tyrannosaurus Rexes no. and whatever crazy dinosaurs they've come up with in the new Jurassic World movie. And we, we thought about this and think... Well, that's actually a pretty good comparison for sex and marriage and and where sex actually belongs. So if you're not up to date with us, um, last week we started uh, in our very first one just taking a few reasons, 10 reasons overall why sex shouldn't be had before marriage, why it's actually a bad idea and not just shout at you and tell you not to have it. These come from cross-examined, come from Frank Turek, uh, who's just really, really great. So we're taking kind of two or so every single episodes and chatting about them and the first one that we're speaking about here is the fact that sex is the fruit of love and not the root of love Mm. and we often misplace it just Mm -hmm. like 
dinosaurs in our own era. That's <laughs> a good connection you uh, made there. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Sex is the fruit, not the root of love. What do you think about that, Tammy? Well, that's quite interesting because um, the way it's portrayed today is, well, I mean, if you if you love someone, then you have sex with them. Like, it's just like, you know, before you even say I love you for the first mm. time, which is apparently a big thing that, you know, you yeah. have to take weeks to think of, well, yeah, whatever. Before you, <laughs> that was the dog. That was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but before you, before you even tell someone that you love them, it's kind of appropriate to have sex with them first, you know. Try because, them out. Yeah, try them out. Because like how, a pair of shoes. Absolutely. How do you know if you can love them if you don't know if you're sexually compatible? Mm. And it is. And, and you know what happens then, and, and this is what's really interesting, is that people go and they, they, have that, they have sex, and then they're like, well, that was great. I want more. I really, really want more. Yeah. And then they go on, and they're like, well, you know, this isn't quite fulfilling, just subconsciously. This isn't really fulfilling the, the desire that I really had. So I've got to have more with more people, and because then I'll, I feel that. So what we do is we exchange sex with love. Mm. So if we think that, that sex is the, the root of love, then we've got to have lots and lots of it because otherwise we're not feeling love. Oh. But if it's the fruit of love, then that's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. What we're really craving is love, not sex. sex. Hey? Huh, look at you go. Mm, how's that? Yeah. Hey? So it's like, a, it's like the fulfillment of love in marriage mm. you know where sex is just a part of that yeah um, and not like a, a cheap substitution of the sex that you know the world makes seem so enticing enticing but mm. it's but it is just like a cheap substitute a cheap substitute yeah it's like there isn't that you know that, that different level of it it's just mm. you know you know, if you have sex, someone will love you. Like exactly, uh, and, and it is, but and that's, that's kind so of not true. Like not sex won't get anybody to love you. No, you know? in fact, what we're going to be speaking about, I think it's next week even, yeah. um, is the nature of of love and sex, and how somebody having sex with you before marriage isn't actually love at yes, all. Man, it's kind that of just one's using you. Oh, yeah, wow, that's that, an exciting one. Yeah, excited for that one. That one's going to be really, really good next week. So I feel like we got that one kind of yeah. covered. Like yes, we, we yes, got to yes. we got to know that. That if you love someone, you're giving to them sacrificially and you're giving them uh, all of yourself and stuff like that. And an element of that is sex. sex and yeah. where that's best portrayed, best given and best and the most fulfilling everything like that is in marriage. Because there's perfect love and, and marriage is just the, mm. the picture and the design that God gave us to be loving and each I like, other. I like how you said it's an element of love. Yes, like it's yeah. not, it's not, you know, it's sex. not the ultimate. Yeah, yes, exactly. So yeah. it's just like a, an element of love. Yeah, you know? and let, let's not downplay it though. I mean, it's it's awesome. It, oh it, boy. <laughs> yeah, we went there. No, it, it's really great. If a parent or a grown-up or someone is saying, uh, maybe they're speaking to you like like it's a really boring thing. No, I mean, there are entire books in the Bible about how great it is. Mm. That, that it's oh, like passionate and burning and just beautiful and glorious and, you know, losing it all. Oh, it's just, it really is beautiful and it's really fantastic. And the only way that you really can experience that fantasticness is in its fullness, which is in marriage. Absolutely. Anywhere else is just like Tammy was saying so well there, a cheap substitute. Just not good enough. What now, is our second point for today, Christopher? Our second point is that sex often leads to babies. I don't know if any of you knew that, but 
but it's true. I mean, we were talking about you probably heard a few birds in the background here. We don't know if you've heard the the birds and the bees talk. Oh, the birds and the, the bees, bees and, and the, the flowers <laughs> and the trees. <laughs> that was beautiful. Even when you're sick, you just you just sing beautifully. Oh, you're just amazing. So you probably had that talk, and and that's maybe what you heard. I don't think you hear that much from Teen Wolf. No, you don't. <laughs> What, what happens if they have a baby? Is it born like, you know, all hairy and wolf-like with the crazy ears and stuff? <laughs> or like Twilight where it's uh, there, there, there was a baby he involved He just gets then. born with a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're kind of, we're showing this picture that sex is just... For pleasure, yeah. and, and you know what it is? It's very pleasurable, and it's really, really great. And Song of Solomon doesn't mention once the, the making of babies, just the joy of it. But pretty much everywhere else, like wait, when God instructs Adam and Eve about sex, and, and it speaks about them um, becoming one flesh, He says, "Go therefore and multiply." Mm. Uh, there, there is. I mean, if you read through Scripture, there's, there's almost a command there. There's passing on to generations that that comes. So there is an element of actual baby making. Yeah. Hmm. But like the problem now, so we were joking about Teen Wolf and stuff, but yeah. like a teenage pregnancy, I mean, what do you, I mean, what does that child get? Does it yeah. get a broken home or does it get mm. killed because you're aborting it because you know that you're not ready to be a parent? Yeah. Like what do you, I mean, if you're, if you think you're mature enough to have sex or you're mature enough to, mm. you know, sacrifice, you know, parts of your life with this child and give them a stable home mm. and it's like being a teacher today I mean you can just see the kids that come from broken homes yeah. like and it's it's heartbreaking it is it is but there's still there's so much hope so absolutely. I mean absolutely no there's hope but it's yeah. like you need to I mean you need to know the you need to know I mean you go to biology and you, re- you learn about reproduction and frogs and, yeah. and sperm and stuff but you don't really mm. like Understand that that's frogs and sperm. Frogs and sperm. <laughs> Is that what you learned about biology? Tadpoles, but <laughs> tadpoles and sperm kind of look the same. <laughs> so there's a link. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's again, it's a maturity. Yeah. So you know what I think it is, is that. Um, it, what what this whole series about here is is about boundaries and how we're not often defining the boundaries yeah. and not saying well this is the boundary um in fact we we had we we asked a whole bunch of teenagers well how far is too, too far, far. Uh, this is the best answer that we got far is too far too far is doing something that directly interferes with your relationship with god if it is not for the betterment of his kingdom then why do it <laughs> so yeah um far is too far there's this not clear defining it. I mean, there, there are these crazy statistics that I can't remember uh, of, of um, girls who would go to, to university and stuff like that. And they say, I mean, it's, it's something ridiculous, like 70, 80, maybe even 90% mm. have sex for the first time when they weren't planning to. Yeah. So just got kind of carried away in the moment. Oh, I love this boy, man. Mm. He, he gives me attention. This must be love. I've yeah. got to make sure that he loves me. Yeah, I've got, I, I've got to keep him. I've got to, I've got to uh, you know. Yeah. So I've got to you know, give him everything. Exactly. And it is. And it's just kind of running away with our animal nature. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So, so let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Mm, 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 mm. And if we, if we did that, we know 
that, that, that there's so much more to this. I mean, we, yeah, we we're not just on, animals. Yeah, my goodness. You know, then, then we shouldn't have any morality. Then we shouldn't be offended by murder, by rape, by yeah. all the, the terrible crime and injustice and poverty. We shouldn't be offended by that if we are just animals. Why do we deeply consider all of these other things and not something that is just so super important? We need to be defining those boundaries and yes, defining them by saying that, you know what, we, we trust God with this. Yes. So even if it's difficult, let's draw that line and saying here and no further, we are not going to have sex mm. before marriage because that's not what it's for. We are robbing ourselves of yes. joy. And I like what you said, like, are we trusting God, like the mm. designer of sex itself? Exactly. Yeah. Like, he was the one who, you know, created it. So surely he knows how to get the best, you know, joy and fulfillment out of it. Mm, so mm. why would we not trust him? You know what? Yeah, you're made for a lot. Yeah, you're made for joyful sex. You're made for all of that. Do you hear the bird in the back there? The same <laughs> God that, that made those birds, the same God that made all of this designed sex just as well. So trust him. Trust that. Love you guys. Love bye. You, bye.